0: Hello, this is the Landscape Ontario podcast. My name is Scott Barber. Today I'm joined by Jay Remzik from WSPS. That's the Workplace Safety and Prevention Services. Jay joins the show to talk about compliance tips for COVID-19 inspections. This is something here in the spring of 2021 that's obviously incredibly important. Uh, There are a lot of Ministry of Labor, Training and Skills Development inspectors out there. We want to make sure you're doing everything you can to keep your employees safe and the public safe. The episode is coming up next. So Jay, um, I'm going to start really general here and just ask you, you know, what are some of the things that business owners should be thinking about uh, when it comes to being compliant with safety regulations right now?
1: Yeah, Scott, I think one of the first things that uh, business owners need to understand and realize is that you know, when we, we went into the, um, or coming out of the lockdown, um, the first lockdown uh, that occurred in December, uh, that now it is a requirement um, to ensure that all businesses have a COVID-19 uh, safety plan uh, in place. Uh, and that plan um, needs to be communicated to um, their employees. Uh, to their staff. Uh, it's highly recommended that the plan be posted uh, in an area that is visible to all uh, to all staff members. And if the operation does have a, uh, if there's a requirement to have a health and safety representative or a joint health and safety committee, um, that plan should be reviewed uh, with the health and safety rep as well as the uh, joint health and safety committee, uh, primarily the worker representative on the committee. So why don't we talk about what what that
0: plan looks like? What, what are the types of things that need to be in, included in that plan?
1: When we look at our COVID nineteen safety plan, uh, some of the things or whatever that need to be to, we need to ensure that are in there is, um, you know, how are we going to communicate? Uh, how are we going to communicate to ensure that all workers uh, are aware uh, of this plan? And this this not only goes for both our workers, but for some of the businesses that we could be referring to, um, such as the nurseries. How are we for, how are we uh, communicating that to our customers? Uh, And then keep in mind as well, um, if we're bringing in contractors, we need to ensure that that is going to be communicated to them. Um, Screening uh, is another big aspect of the safety plan Uh, and whether it's passive uh, in regards to signage or whether it's active screening. Um, And I've I've noticed that some of the places where I've been out, uh, it is uh, uh, an active screening questionnaire in the form of of a paper um, checklist, or a lot of operations now are using the QR code. Uh, but one of the things that I would, I would highly recommend to, to businesses um, is don't just take for granted that the workers are actually um, filling it out. We, we want to ensure that someone is checking that to ensure that you know, on a daily basis, um, if they have implemented uh, screening procedures, uh, that there is someone within the operation that is checking that to ensure that um, all workers are regularly uh, conducting that, uh, but then determining whether or not there's any um, issues in regards, to the, um, in regards to the screening questionnaire. Um, We wanna think about physical distancing uh, from preventing a a transmission. Um, What have you put in place in regards to, uh, for some businesses, ventilation and airflow? I know for the landscapers, they're all going to be working outside, uh, but if possible, if it is a nursery, uh, could we, uh, a nursery or a garden center, could we open up the the windows to ensure that we're maximizing the airflow within there? Uh, Regular um, uh, hand sanitizing uh, stations uh, to ensure, and washing of the hands, uh, as well as uh, what types of PPE are, are required. Uh, we do realize, whatever, that if we can't maintain that uh, that six feet, that physical distancing, that there is a requirement uh, to ensure uh, that we're wearing some type of uh, face covering or a mask. Um, and that needs to be communicated to, um, to our staffs. Uh, as well, we hope that there's not going to be a suspected or a positive uh, COVID-19 uh, case. Uh, but what are we doing in regards to uh, communicating uh, self-isolation procedures uh, for those workers that could become uh, infected with COVID-19 Uh, and other workers that may have been working within uh, close proximity uh, to them as well uh, dealing with other risks. And one of the things that um, we highly recommend is to conduct a, uh, you know, COVID-19 hazard uh, identification uh, risk assessment to determine where are the high uh, concentrations or high areas where uh, COVID-19 could be, uh, could be present. Uh, And in doing so, uh, by conducting that risk assessment, you'll be able to prioritize and identify where those areas are and then hopefully put uh, controls uh, in place. So one example uh, that I've um, noticed uh, throughout uh, the pandemic is that a lot of operations, uh, if, if it's possible, um, they're, they're attempting to conduct, um, for example, training sessions uh, virtu- virtually uh, as, as opposed to on site uh, and having an outsider come in uh, to the workplace where, where, where there could be the uh, the potential uh, aspect of transmission of, of COVID-19 um, and then finally uh, keeping them on, on top of this as we know that it's it's constantly changing uh, learning and adapting in regards to new policies and procedures uh, and highly recommended to um, your, your first uh, course of action is obviously to uh, follow public health uh, but the local health unit um, all local health units uh, within the province of Ontario um, the, there's different uh, requirements, so that that is the best um, place um, to find the most pertinent information for your particular area, as well as the Ministry of Labour, Training and Skills Development in our organization, uh, Workplace Safety and Prevention Services.
0: That's fantastic. Um, how about um, Jay? What about um, what are some ways in which employers, business owners, can really get buy-in from their employees? You know, I, it's one thing to you know have the plan. You talked a little bit about the communicating and training part, but you know, what, what advice would you have with WSBS have in terms of actually getting that buy-in and, and making sure everybody is, is on board with all the measures that need to be uh, taken?
1: I think the most important thing is, as was mentioned earlier, Scott, is to have that constant uh, communication uh, with, with the staff, to keep them updated and abreast of the ever-changing situation. Uh, But one of the other things, too, that I think the workers uh, need to understand, and this possibly could be uh, conducted during those communication um, sessions or or tailgate talks that could be occurring at the the particular operation. Um, But it is a legal duty uh, and responsibility of a worker uh, in the province of Ontario under the Occupational Health and Safety Act that um, if an employer puts a specific uh, policy, uh, procedure, a rule in place, uh, it is that worker's responsibility to ensure that he or she is adhering to that policy. Uh, And on top of that, uh, from a supervisor standpoint, um, that if they were to see, uh, for example, a worker that was was not maintaining that that six feet of that physical distancing and they weren't wearing um, their face covering. um, It's that supervisor's responsibility to go up to that worker and remind him or her um, that they're not adhering to the policy. uh, They're not meeting legislative requirements um, and that they need to put that um, they need to put that mask on. Uh, and as well um, just recently I was at a, a, a garden center nursery slash uh, landscaping operation um, and one of the workers asked uh, when I was conducting the session um, what was the what was the what was the ministry of labor's take um, on you know, in the face coverings and, and practicing the physical distancing and and he had the assumption that the, the inspectors were um, out and about um, visiting um, work sites and just if, if they found a worker that was not, uh, wearing the face covering and was not maintaining the physical distancing, that um, the inspectors were automatically um, ticketing um, that worker. Uh, and I explained to him that, you know, during this time, during the pandemic, um, you know, uh, the system partner, the Ministry of Labor, uh, training and skills development inspectors, I mean, when they're out there, it's more of more, um, a, a proactive approach. And it's it's about information and awareness. And um, that if they happen to see that, you know, they're not necessarily going to be ticketing the worker, uh, but they're, they're going to be advising, they're going to be warning the worker, um, you know, you need to put that mask on. And if it was to occur, you know, a second time or it was a second time offense, that's potentially where um, the inspector could issue a ticket um, to, to, to the worker. Um, so from a buy-in standpoint, um, as I had mentioned, you know, that constant communication. But I mean, if employers were to, um, you know, inform their workers that if, if they're not adhering uh, to the to the legislative requirements, um, to the health unit requirements in regards to uh, COVID-19, that um, that worker actually could be getting the ticket. Um, so hopefully that's going to act as a deterrent uh, and the worker would provide that buy-in because it's not going to be the employer's responsibility to pay um, that that monetary uh, fine. It would be the workers.
0: Right. That's interesting. You know, that's something I actually didn't know. So that, uh, that, that's definitely um, important. Um I guess, you know, I assume and maybe I shouldn't assume that, you know, with everything that's going on and, you know, we're obviously in the third wave here in Ontario, speaking to you in early April, um, are there are there more um, Ministry of Labour, training and skills development officials out there on the ground, so to speak, uh, doing inspections now than there would be in a typical April springtime?
1: Scott, the easy answer is yes, and to give you a, a definitive number, I, I don't have that, but I, I do know that last year um, that that the ministry had ramped up in the hiring of inspectors, um, and, and that is their primary focus uh, for businesses that are that are open uh, right now. Uh, that they are visiting operations. Uh, it, it could be going to a garden center. Uh, it could be going to a nursery. Uh, it could be showing up on site at a uh, you know landscaping uh, you know offsite. Uh, you know, work location uh, and ensuring um, that th- th- those employees, right, that that employer uh, is following uh, and adhering to, uh, you know, protocols that have been put in place in regards to COVID-19. Um, and again, um, you know, they're, they're out there uh, to provide um, that awareness. Um, and from a guidance standpoint, that's where they would be directing um, that, that particular employer to their designated health, health and safety association. In this particular case, in speaking with you in Landscape Ontario, Ontario, um, the landscapers, as was mentioned, the horticultural operations in the province of Ontario, their designated health and safety association is WSPS, um, and we would be able to provide that guidance. But that being said, um, from an awareness standpoint, if an employer was not adhering, uh, did not have a safety plan, uh, for example, um, did not have... Uh, a required health and safety representative or a joint health and safety committee, um, that inspector is going to be issuing an order. And um, then it becomes the employer's responsibility to, to comply with that order um, to ensure that they're adhering to the legislative requirements. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Jay, is there, is there anything,
0: I mean, we haven't covered it's, it's, you know, just sort of covering some of these basics about things uh, business owners in the landscape and horticulture industries should be thinking about, but uh, is there anything we that you'd like to touch on that we haven't uh, that we haven't gone over already?
1: One of the things, whatever that I'd like to probably stress to the to those employers, in, in particular with the season ramping up and we're bringing in um, you know new employees, um, what are they doing? Or have you considered um, you know training uh, those workers, not, not not just in regards to COVID nineteen, uh, but other rules and procedures that need to be followed uh, and that need to be adhered to? Um, we also need to consider. You know, in regards to doing those training sessions, um, you know, pre-COVID, we may have been able to do, um, you know, one session with close to, you know, 25 to 30 workers uh, in a particular room. Uh, we might have to map that out now and say there's no possible way that we can get 30 people into, you know, our sorry specific training room and being able to maintain physical distancing. I, I may have to or the employer may have to do, um, you know, three sessions or two sessions. Uh, Just to ensure that we can we can put people into that room or into that area and then maintain uh, maintain that physical distancing uh, as well. Um, You know, example, just did one, two Saturdays ago uh, in an operation. And, you know, previously, I'd be the one that would be passing out the attendance sheet and getting them to, uh, you know, print their name and and provide a signature. Uh, In this particular case, we had set it up uh, prior to. Um, that as they come in, th- these were the workers that were coming in. They have been instructed by the employer, ensure that when you arrive on Saturday, you bring your own pen. Uh, and following them, completing their, the screening questionnaire uh, before they could enter um, the particular building, um, then they were instructed to have the, the pen they had brought, and then they were, um, they were signing it individually uh, on the attendance sheet. Uh, just to alleviate having to uh, pass out that, that attendance sheet and then have having to hand, uh, sorry, sanitize the pen uh, for each particular employee that was going to be signing
0: that's, up. Uh, that's really great info, Jay. I appreciate that. And, and where, where can, um, you know, our listeners, Landscape Ontario members, where can they find uh, WSPS uh, resources? Where should they be looking, would you suggest?
1: I would go on to either uh, Google or Chrome. I would punch in uh, wsps.ca. Uh, once you get to the uh, landing page, uh, there is a tab function that says Resources. Uh, you could click on that, and then there are numerous amounts of uh, free uh, downloads. Uh, I, I like to refer to them to uh, refer to them as uh, tailgate uh, tailgate sheets or tailgate talks. Uh, and that employer uh, could download that particular uh, tailgate sheet on, for example, let's say heat stress. Uh, or there's other guidance documents in and around uh, COVID-19. Um, so we, we put one together last year uh, from the direction of the ministry uh, in regards to landscaping workers uh, in Ontario uh, and COVID-19 things that uh, an employer uh, should consider. The other thing, too, that I would say, though, Scott, is if, if, the, uh, if the employer was to use uh, one of those uh, downloads, those tailgate talks, uh, very important to keep that tailgate talk on file. Uh, they would do their own internal attendance sheet, uh, put down the date uh, that they were going to be doing it. So it was it was going to be May 16th. I'm doing a session in the morning uh, from seven o'clock until uh, let's say seven thirty. Uh, have every worker uh, sign, uh, determining whether or not they bring their own pen, or you're going to sanitize in, in between. Uh, But then on top of that, uh, once they've got the attendance sheet uh, completed, just take that tailgate talk and then staple it to the attendance sheet. Keep that on file. In the event, if the ministry was to show up and say, you know, did you communicate this or did you provide any type of orientation or training to your to your staff members? That employer can say, yes, I I did. I did it on this day. Here's the attendance sheet. That's the proof that everybody was in attendance. And here's the resource, (laughs) the content uh, that we used. We would use one of the, the tailgate sheets from WSPS.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Jay. Appreciate your time to uh, to explain this uh, all of these things. Right now, it's obviously timing for our profession, and uh, really appreciate it.
1: No problem, Scott. Thanks very much.